Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a Monday morning. Sir, I'll let you go first on your thoughts for the uh, Chiefs-Jags game yesterday. I saw it on television. You saw it in person, so you give me your I go first? All right. Well, it was a beautiful day at Arrowhead Stadium. i got to take a good friend of mine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 25 degrees and it's a beautiful day? Let me explain. You you just told me I could go. How the hell are you going to interrupt me? I'm taking it back. (laughs) So, uh, uh, I got to... A chance to take a really good friend of mine, and it was his first time going to a game. And I was really happy that it was a a noon game because historically that was the way we always played him up until the last you know five years. And it was a cold game, so I was like, "You're getting the perfect Arrowhead experience for the first time," which is cold Sunday noon, and it was just beautiful, and it was awesome. The crowd was great. Mahomes spread it around. It's just a really good vibe, and. We got the dub, and I got home in time for dinner, and then fell asleep soon Wait after. Wait a minute. How much tailgating did you do? Uh, we were there probably by 8, I think. So, yeah, we had good got, had a good chicken tortilla soup, chili, had some sandwiches, dips, stuff like that. It was pretty nice. Let me tell you very quickly about a tailgating experience that I had on Saturday. Oh, man. Even the nice little brown liquid that I had wasn't enough to warm me up. My God. You're still freezing from that day. I, I bet. still am. Now, keep in mind, I don't sit to watch these games. I, I stand on the sidelines. God, you'd die if you sat. My legs were like noodles when did I you double? Them. Did you layer up? Did you have Did you have long underwear I on? I thought I did, yeah. I thought I did. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I'll tell you my view from uh, the TV aspect. The, the Chiefs played a functional football game. They're clearly the better team. Although I will tell you, Jacksonville is getting better. They're not bad at all. But they don't have the overall... In fact, I'm not sure any team in the NFL has the overall team speed that Kansas City does. And I'm not talking about on offense, folks. On defense, their defensive game plan was right there. They knew exactly what Jacksonville was going to try to offer. Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback. They had some good schemes about what they were doing, but you, it, it, it's awfully tough to be able to manifest itself when the defenders are right there ready to knock things away. Mahomes... Better than good, 26 of 35, 331 yards, four touchdowns. Jacksonville had absolutely no answer how to stop the guy, nor how to guard Travis Kelsey. He was the top receiver. Now, they do have pretty good running back. Uh, Travis Etienne from Clemson's pretty good. He had 11 carries, but only 45 yards. The Chiefs were stacked and ready for him. Lawrence was sacked four times, hurried about 140 times. It was, it was just a very functional, good game for Kansas City. One to get ready for the Chargers, who despite their loss last night, they're going to be pretty good. They're, if they get everybody back, they're going to be all right. They may not have everybody back. That remains to be seen. One sobering note was Juju Smith-Schuster, who sustained a concussion and left the ball game. But the Chiefs' receiving core is so deep that while he's missed, of course, they do have individuals to come in and replace them. So I thought it was a pretty good pretty good ball game for, for the Chiefs, and we'll see what happens this week when they play on a Sunday night, a flexed game. Well, I'll tell you right now, the crazy thing about that whole situation is how fast Tony has come on. 
I mean, and watching him in real time, dude, it was a lot of fun, especially to see him do that hop-in touchdown at the beginning. We were right above him when he did that, and it was so freaking awesome. I am awesome. going to differ philosophically. From I know Tony, you will. Tony's a good athlete. Tony's a very good athlete. He was at Florida. He's an All-America there. Giants top draft choice. He has a lot going for him. He's obviously a very good receiver. I wish... The showboating on not just on him, but everybody would stop. I do not. You're being paid money to do this. You're being paid some really good money to do this. Do you have to do all of the childish antics that these guys come up with? That that bothers me a little bit. But he's a good athlete. He's a good good addition to the team. I still wonder why the Giants traded their number one draft choice. But hey. It all works out. Worked out for the Kansas City Chiefs for sure. One, and yes, one game it did. Yes. Well, hey, <laughs> so we still got what eight eight left. So yeah, and yeah. some pretty good challenges coming up too. You have the Chargers coming up on Sunday night, and again, it's a flexed game. We'll be on with Ned Talk at five o'clock next Sunday afternoon, and the game starts at seven. This is this is back to back games for the Chargers on Sunday night. Chargers lost to San Francisco last night. Had they were up sixteen thirteen when uh, this old man. Oh, Methuselah decided to hit the rack. And uh, San Francisco, you knew, was going to come back because the 49ers are a better team and, and the Chargers are greatly compromised with injuries, something the Chiefs have been very fortunate in not having to them. But, again, this is all. This is pro football. That's what the game is about. That's where your depth factor comes into play. We'll see how things manifest themselves. Well, it was a good day in Kansas City. Um, and, again, uh, they got a road trip this Sunday, a flex game. It was the mid-afternoon game. Now it's the night game. So we're going to have another sleepy Monday, both Ned and I. <laughs> but uh, we got another hour of sports to talk about. In the meantime, I think Ned and I are going to just hold each other. I'll keep him warm, and he can give me a nap. Sound good? <laughs> yeah, that'll be the day. <laughs> So how about them high school football playoffs? Do we still got local guys in this thing? We do indeed. The closest one to Springfield is not, however, that's Nixa. They were knocked out of it on a cold Friday night down in Nixa. Had a big crowd. Places jammed. Nixa against Lee Summit North. Now, you knew Lee Summit North was a good football team, and they are. But this is a 10-10 ball game in the fourth period. And that's when Lee Summit North took over. They had a couple of touchdown passes. And Nixon was unable to counter them. 24 to 10, Lee Summit knocked out, Lee Summit North, that is, knocked out Nixon out of the Class 6 playoffs. So they move on north to the semifinals next week. In Class 6, you have semifinals because there are fewer teams in Class uh, five and 6. In 5, Lebanon and Carthage play each other. In Class 4, West Plains has graduated on. They'll play Hannibal, and that game, folks, is on a Friday night. Reed Spring is in Class 3. Mountain View, Birch Tree, Liberty, Seneca, and Lamar are all Class 2 representatives. Two of them play each other, Liberty and Seneca. And in in Class 1, you have the Marionville Comets, still very much in there, moving on to the quarterfinals on uh, with the weekend. So we have some very good area representation. All good football teams. Should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, we'll keep our fingers crossed, see what happens. Well, we talked a little bit about your woes on Saturday morning, freezing, them having to put you inside of a furnace to thaw you out so that you could actually move your arms and legs. But how how did the actual football go, game go besides the weather? The Bears had a pretty good game. This is not a great game because Youngstown State, in my opinion, just, just a functional football team, not... Not a great team, and the Bears beat them 25-22. It was back and forth most of the game. 
and I thought the Bears played very well. Jason Shelley was nine, uh, 19 for 39, I think, were his stats in the ballgame. It was something along those lines, maybe 19 of 37. And he was on his back several times. They did sack him. But the Bears defense was able to hold Youngstown State in check. The Youngstown State ball club is kind of retribution in a way because last year the Bears went to that Ohio City and were upset by the Penguins. Well, this time Youngstown State comes in here and they had playoff hopes until Saturday, and the Bears pretty much took that away from them with that win. So, little payback here. Youngstown State's a run-oriented team. They don't pass very much at all, and they did have a few passes, but it was mostly run, and they ran for over 200 yards. But the Bears were able to stack them up pretty good on defense, didn't hold them out completely, but did play well, and it's, uh, if nothing else, an encouraging win for the Bears to take it 25-22. Now, their final game is coming up this Saturday. It's on the road at Terre Haute, Indiana against an Indiana State team that pretty much falls into the same category as Youngstown. They're, they're good, but not great. It's a game the Bears can win if they have their mentality about them, and I'm sure Coach Petrino will have them ready. This is the final game of the season. The Bears aren't going to any playoffs, but We'll see how they're able to hold themselves up and how a 5-6 and six record would manifest itself in the recruiting wars, which are already underway. You're absolutely right about that, and you want to go into the offseason with a positive, oh, yeah. positive foot in the right direction. Um, last but not least, uh, college football, any surprises over the weekend for yeah, you? Yeah, there, there were some. Uh, in the uh, Oregon team getting wiped out by Washington was a big surprise. Kansas State, I thought Kansas State played great. They're, they're a good football team. I did not give them a chance against Baylor and Waco, and they, they knocked them off. Big time. But they're still in the kind of the lower regions. They're not going to make the playoffs because they do have three losses. The playoff teams, as they stand, all won, not without some trouble. TCU and Texas had an epic battle that TCU won in Austin, Texas. That was a very big win. And there were some other ones. Uh <laughs> Clemson, my goodness sake, Clemson and Louisville. Clemson got the win in this one, but did have to have to battle. Alabama going to Ole Miss was a big win for the Crimson Tide. It's not going to get them into the playoffs, unfortunately, but it did get them it did get them a very nice win, and they'll get a huge bowl game out of this. And Georgia at Mississippi State, I thought the Mississippi State Ball Club would give Georgia a a more difficult battle than they did. They did not. Georgia is a really good football team. So, indeed, most of the teams came through, some surprises, but for the most part, uh, some excellent wins by the teams that should win. Nice college uh, basketball also after its first full week of the season. How are things looking there? The Drury teams played this weekend. They played in tournaments. The Drury men's team, the Panthers, played in a doubleheader tournament here in town. They flip-flopped opponents with Missouri S&T, and Drury won both their games. The Drury Lady Panthers played in a tournament up at Bolivar, and they won both their games. So Drury has consecutive victories to start the regular season. Uh, the Drury men's team, of course, had an exhibition against Creighton, but that, that doesn't count, and that was not easy. But over and above all that, both showed very well. Now Missouri State gets back uh, into action this week. The Lady Bears play tomorrow night, hosting St. Louis University, and the Bears get their first test. They will go to Provo, Utah to play Brigham Young on Wednesday night. And that will be, this is not a great Brigham Young team. So 
I think the Bears have a pretty good offensive ball club. How good they are remains to be seen because you cannot make any judgment when you're playing a lower-level team like Rolla that they played on Wednesday night, Missouri S&T. The, the kids just aren't as big, and you're not as physical. Brigham Young they will, will be. be. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see how they manifest themselves out there, but I think the Bears have some possibilities. Be nice to get a good win like that against a good team. Ned, you have a great day, and uh, warm up. I'll see you tomorrow.